You're listening to the Weed Smart Podcast. Each podcast, we look at what's going on in each cropping region, focusing on those pesky weeds. Welcome to another week of the Weed Smart Podcast. This week, we're focusing on cleaning seed, and I'm joined by Peter Newman, who is in an airport at the moment. How are you going, Pete? Yeah, good, Jess. I'm away to the Adelaide Crop Updates, and yeah, just in the airport as we speak. So that time of year when travel around the country a bit, it's all good. Looking forward to it. Yes, it's quite frantic. You've got quite a few appearances that you're making over the coming weeks. What's your focus going to be at the uh, updates in Adelaide? Talking about chaff lining, actually, over there, and it's tricky because um, they, it's a research update, and they said, can you talk about chaff lining? I said, I can, but there's not much research in fact, yeah. um, on chaff lining. So, uh, yeah, so I'll be talking more generally about how farmers have adopted it and and also the other harvest weed seed control tools where they all fit in for the different farmers. Yeah, very cool, and people are very interested in it. And we have taken note, and we will be putting out a podcast on chaff lining in the coming weeks, so that'll be really good. But today we are focusing on cleaning seed, and we're going to be hearing from David Bates. He's from Toowoomba Grain and Storage, and he's going to talk about the system that he uses, and um, yeah, also he talks a little bit about how you should store your clean seed as well to ensure that it's uh, going to retain its quality. And we're also going to hear from Michael Mara, who is also based just south of Toowoomba. He's a farmer. He's in the Felton area, and we're going to be hearing about his experience with seed cleaning too, to get a farmer perspective. But Pete, let's talk a little bit about why it's important to clean seed. Can you give it a little bit of an overview of why it's such an important process? Yeah, well, Ari's had a few projects on this, Jess. A few years ago, Michelle Owen, I think she's done two different projects on seed cleaning, actually, and found that in the first project that in most cases, I think the first project, I think only 25% of farmers had completely clean seed. And when Michelle sampled these weed seeds from the 75% who had some weed seeds in their seed, naturally found that a lot of those weeds were resistant. So farmers were seeding herbicide-resistant weeds along with their crop seed. So clearly that's not a great idea, but obviously uh, seed cleaning is a challenge to get it really clean. Yeah, and there is a few different options people can take. Gravity tables, they're the most effective. How much more effective is using a gravity table compared to other methods? Well, you put me on the spot there, but I do know that when Michelle did it, she really found that it was people that were using the gravity table that could achieve 100% clean seed. And uh, with her second survey, I've got a feeling that it was up close to 50% of growers had completely clean seed and the vast majority of them had used a gravity table to achieve it. So it's become quite popular. The gravity table obviously is a, at a seed cleaning works in town sort of thing. It's not something you do on farm. And it's become quite popular because farmers are finding it logistically quite good to just truck a, a road train full of seed to town, have it cleaned and then truck it back in the afternoon and, uh, and have it all done and done really well. Yeah, definitely. But obviously, uh, still a lot of people using contractors, that's also a good option. I I guess the main thing is to clean the seed in the most effective way for you logistically 
and yeah just ensure that you're actually going through that process to reduce your weed seeds within that seed and David Bate is going to chat about that all right well let's take a listen to David Bate from Toowoomba Grain and Storage and hear about the process he uses and some of the tips he has as well for keeping those seeds in good condition I'm chatting with David from Toowoomba Grain and Storage how are you going David yeah I'm pretty good now we're going to be chatting about cleaning seeds and why it's important today. But first of all, can you just describe the system that you use for cleaning seed? Uh, the system we use, it's a pretty basic system that most farmers have access to, whether it be um, in our storage or other contractors are even on their own farm. And it's a new fab grain cleaner. It's an Australian built machine and it's very effective for what we use anyway. So how effective is the system at removing weed seeds? Can you achieve a zero weed seed status in uh, a clean grain, grain sample? You, you won't achieve a zero, you never will achieve a zero. But as long as you pick a good sample to start with, that's, big, that's a big help. Other than that, you'd need like a gravity system, which a gravity table or something like that, which is a lot more expensive to use or to get a contractor to use. Uh, and there's a lot more infrastructure to set one of those machines up, which not many farms would do that at all. Okay, and right. it's just a lot slower for the bigger growers that are planting hundreds and hundreds of tonnes. Well, it's it, it's a big job. Yeah, so it, take, so it would take more time with a gravity table system? Yeah. Okay, yep. that's interesting. I didn't actually know that. And so um, with sea cleaning done by Toowoomba Grain Storage, is it always done at harvest or do you do it any time in between harvest and seeding as well? We do it pretty well any time. Uh, straight after harvest is the best time. Obviously, it's good if you could get a germination test done before you start a grade, and otherwise you'll grade it and you, it turns out it's no good anyway. But it's, at least it's fresh in your mind what the, what the variety is, where it comes from on the farm. Um, because otherwise you put it in your silos, you go on holidays, you come back, you forget, and then you're back to where you started from the year before. So straight after harvest is best. Yeah, okay. Just yeah, that from a management point of view. Of course, yeah. And speaking about storage, how should farmers be storing their clean seed? This is going to sound real stupid, but in a hash and bag in the shed. Okay. And... and a lot of the big problem with a lot of farmers these days, they've got too big and they don't look at the little things. So airflow, keep it in a cool environment, helps a lot. Okay. They put them in big silos and it doesn't get, the airflow is not right or there's going to be hot spots or condensation and it's just, it's just not as good. So you've got to go back to basics and try to get it you know, try to go back to the old days. I'm not saying put it in a hessian bag in a shed, but no one had issues like we got today because that's how they did it. So are you having yeah. quite a few farmers have issues with their seed that they've been storing in silos in recent years? Yeah, they get it out at planting time and they work out that it's no good because it's yeah, got hot. Right. And then they're ringing, oh, where do we get seed? Oh, we need seed, our seed's no good. Yeah, and they've gone through that whole process for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so, a really good tip. So, yeah, I'm not saying put it in a hessian bag, but that's that's the best way to do it, is you've got to go back to basics and you've got to make sure you've got airflow through all the, and, and cool air 
through all the silos, whether you have humidity controllers, have a number of um, air raiders on the silos that you're keeping it in, that sort of thing. Have de- designated silos for seed, uh, that sort of thing. So I think a lot of farmers underestimate the value of their seed. Yeah. So, and then until they get to have to go buy it, and then it's it just costs far too much, and then they start complaining on how dear seed is. Yeah. Well, they can fix it. For sure. And did you have any other advice or tips for growers in regards to cleaning seed at all? Uh, contractors are good, just because they know what's around, and they do other jobs, and they know what they're looking at. And don't be pushed, don't be rushed. And that's another reason to do it straight after harvest, when you've got plenty of time. Uh, you, if, if you have a breakdown, you can fix it. And then you fix it properly, and you don't have a big stuff up because you've got to get planting and grounds drying out. So you just need plenty of time and do a good job and don't rush it. The other thing is there's no quick fix in farming. That's another thing I'm getting these days is, for instance, there's these new camera sprays and that thing that are around now. And and like we've got a couple of them, and I know I've got friends that are they're contractors and they're doing it, and they go in, oh, we want one of these things. You go in, you spray it. And then they go, oh, it, it, it wasn't any cheaper than our run, running our sprayer over it. Yeah, it's no cheaper, but it did a good job, and you just got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah. The same is with the seed. You don't get 100% of your weeds out, but if you harvest that block and you did a pretty good job of grading it, and then you use that seed, you get a few more seeds out of it, a few more seeds out of it, well, then you just about will get a 100% clean yeah, table. you're working towards zero if you keep on with the process. Yeah, that was like going in your veggie patch and with a, with a yeho, you don't chip out all the weeds, but you know, you do it again the next week and the next week and the next week before you know you got them all. Exactly, so, so and very half true. Of these, half of these, the farmers' wives are better farmers than half the farmers out there now. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway... All right. Well, thank you so much. Really good advice there. And, yeah, always good to remind people of the importance of getting their seed cleaned. It's a timely time to do it right now. So we really appreciate your time, David. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for that. Thank you very much to David there from Toowoomba Grain and Storage. Pete, there's lots of different ways that people can approach cleaning their seed. And some farmers do it themselves. There's contractors. There's the gravity table option. We've talked a little bit about the gravity table and contractors. What about farmers doing it themselves? How does that compare? Yeah, well, Jess, that's the other thing that Michelle found in her 2015 survey was that contractors are actually 10 times better than farmers at cleaning seed in terms of how many seeds end up in the sample so uh, yeah quite a result and for that reason I, I mean I guess contractors specialise in it don't they whereas farmers it's the job they do once a year whereas contractors that's their business and so it's natural that they would be better and they would have better equipment uh, and so yeah pretty strong message that contractors do a great job and in WA in that survey I think 95% of people were using seed cleaning specialists seed cleaning contractors so yeah, yeah, there's been a big shift in the industry uh, to, in that direction and do we have any results on the national numbers around uh, cleaning seed do you know no that? I don't think so no. yeah okay yeah so yeah obviously a lot of people in WA at least are taking on board using contractors 
but uh, yeah, it's important. You don't want to be reseeding some weeds back into your paddock. That's the that's the ultimate reason why you would do it, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. And I guess that message has got through loud and clear, and uh, farmers are reacting. And and with the surveys, Michelle did two surveys a few years apart, and found that uh, the farmers had really improved their seed cleaning uh, from one survey to the next. So it is all heading in the right direction. Yes, yeah, so basically we're just uh, passing on that information that it's really worth doing and continue to be uh, and continue to use those services provided by seed cleaning companies and contractors. And yeah, let's just reduce that weed burden as much as we can. We're now going to hear from a farmer, Michael Mara, who cleans his seed, which is good to hear. He is farming just south of Toowoomba, and he actually has a really interesting story about borrowing some uncleaned neighbour's seed to finish planting one year. So we'll hear about what happened there. Let's launch into it, shall we, Pete? Yeah, there's plenty of stories getting around like that, Jess, of farmers that have introduced a new weed to their farm uh, by buying seed from someone, so definitely not something you want to do, but yeah, obviously cleaning the seed is one way of avoiding that. That's right, let's take a listen. I'm chatting with Michael Mara, he is based in the Felton area, which is just south of Toowoomba, and we're going to find out about what sort of sea cleaning process he uses as well as a little bit of an anecdote about using some uncleaned seed from a neighbour and the consequences of that. How are you going Michael? Very well thank you. Just Can you give us a little bit of detail on what sort of farming operation you have? Uh, look I have a medium sized farm for our area, 1200 acres cultivation, grow mainly winter and mung beans at the moment, barley and mung beans. Yeah, right, okay, cool. And can you tell us what you do to clean your seed each time you need to use a seed cleaning service? I get a grading contractor in every season for mung beans and the wheat, um, specifically to grade out the weed seed and to get a more even seed size so you know exactly the kilograms and um, seed rate you're putting on. Yeah, excellent. Now. Paul McIntosh, who I work with at Weedsmart and Ari, he mentioned that you had a bit of an unfortunate situation where you borrowed some unclean seed. Can you tell us about the background of that story and what happened? Yes, I ran short of my own seed and I rang a neighbour if he had some seed and he said, yes, he has some seed and he's been using it and it's fine. And I said, is it great? And he said, no. And I said, oh, okay, righto. Must be clean then. So <laughs> I've got a couple of tonne of him. And honestly, it was the worst population I've ever had in my life come up. Uh, it was too much trash, and I tried to blow it out with a blower as I was loading it into the, the uh, cedar, and um, I believe it probably bridged over the metering device, and I must admit, in the back of my mind, I was sort of worried about weeds as well, but I luckily didn't notice any difference what I normally have. Oh, that's good. But yeah, definitely a case for ensuring that you're using cleaned seed. So what have you noticed over the years with using clean seed? Have you noticed a reduction in your weed burden? What sort of things have been apparent? Oh, for sure, for sure. It's, um, our weeds is one of our, our worst things. It costs us a lot of money controlling weeds with chemicals. Uh, it really is important to know, what, you know if you're planting the right amount of seed, the population per, per hectare as well. Like if you have tiny little rizzled up seed you might be putting on twice as much as you've anticipated or you know if you've got big seed you might be putting on 80% of what you intend to put on. Yeah that's very true. 
So do you have any other sort of tips for farmers out there who might not be getting their seed graded or might be doing it themselves for the benefit of using a contractor like you do? Do you have any other comments about it? Oh, look, the machine is, you know, he's having a new machine built for him and it's going to cost a million dollars. So he's actually wants to get the throughput per hour up but the little one he's got is probably worth you know 250000 on the back of a truck so there's not too many farmers can afford to have that quality piece of gear sitting around the, their sheds you know and you're really not going to get the same job with a bit of an old grade you've got poking around the place. Yeah for sure and what about the cost benefit how do you find the cost of getting your seed graded? Look it only cost me about $35 a tonne my guy is quite reasonable and very professional. There's a there's a couple of rookies around here um, with uh, older gear, and they're charging sixty bucks a ton, and it's a bit outrageous. And I don't know why they're charging so much, but thirty six bucks a ton, even sixty bucks a ton, is well worth it. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience, and yeah, always really great to hear from someone who's actually out there using a service like C Contractors. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jess. Thank you to Michael Morrow there for sharing his story. And that just about sums up the podcast for this week. A bit of a shorter one compared to normal, which some listeners will be upset about, some probably happy about, Pete. That's right. (laughs) And I've got a plane to catch, Jess, so it's all good with me. Yes, definitely. All right, well, all, all the best and all the updates, Pete. I know that your presentations will go well in any case, and we'll be able to hear from how it all went in the next podcast in a couple of weeks' time. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Jess.